uh, spoilers for the movies. I wanted to say that, uh, and then the second week, seven people came to look at the internet box, and they're all like looking, and they're like, oh, oh, you know. I just like, it's so funny. It's like freaking four months to check if the building has like wiring. And then my favorite was that we saw like some dudes like pulling cables. Oh, and another part of the story was this dude calls us. He's like, oh, I'm from the, you know, company that works with, you know, the, the I, ISP. It's like, we do the actual digging. He's right. like, can, can you explain to me what, what the situation is there? And I'm like, I have no background in any sorts of internet <laughs> cabling and oh, setting man. up. He's like, a digging business. And then he asked my, my wife, he's like, uh, can you ask your husband, because I was home at the time, like to take photos and then, and then WhatsApp me the photos of all the like manholes outside and anything you see that's related to internet. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going to snapshot the hell out of this whole house. And I, and I snapshot everything, every manhole, everything I found in this, on the street and on the curb, next to the building, any sort of like anything related to that. And he's like, yeah. re- replies to me, he's like, oh, he's like, you really, really made an effort. Amazing. Thank you so much. It's like 30 <laughs> pictures. And I'm like, I'm like, just as long as, you know, you get this done. And then that was before. And then the man, the man came and then the seven guys came and that's the latest. So, so I'm wait, prepared. so next week is 14 dudes are going to come. Yeah, the dwarves are going to come to bag <laughs> And they were pulling is... some cables from the street, like to the building. But I don't know, like, do they need to dig or do they need to pull the cable? I, I have no clue. I just, I love how it's like, no one knows anything. And, so, and, and you know, I love it. It's like your job to do. Yeah, yeah our job <laughs> as customers to, come on, to, to make them do as, stuff. As people who rent in this apartment building, and your pay. job is to... Like the bills are coming in, you know, for the internet. Not, that's not existent, but... Yeah, no one yeah. knows anything. And then you, you ask, then you talk to customer service and just generic, you know, from the book, you know, they open like page 360 generic answer, you know, stuff like that. Ah, so I don't amazing. know. My, my prediction is like maybe September I'll have my own fiber <laughs> connection again. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe December for Christmas. This for Christmas. Watch. It'd be a great Christmas, Christmas gift. A Christmas get, gift I, from, from your <laughs> provider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Internet, Jake. Yeah. So anyway, I'm Cheese House Net, Inc. Cheese House Net, Troubles. Yeah. Cheese you know, House Net. Uh, it's interesting that, you know, not having Wi-Fi is like crazy how like everything's connected. Like we have a speaker, you know, the IKEA speaker is wi- Wi-Fi. We have a, a robot uh, vacuum cleaner. He's Wi-Fi. And dude, that are we call him Boris. And he did not want to work on the hotspot he refused like we put the phones on top of him both of our phones one is the hotspot one is like the connection and it's like we tried for half an hour and then finally it's like connection established like yes we can finally vacuum clean with boris guess what happens he's just like slow connection (laughs) this is so sad dude slow connection it's like 5g you know it's fine he needs that strong everything is wi-fi yeah and then I have that smart plug, you know, um, yeah. uh, that you can, you can turn off the electrical current from your phone so you can plug in like lamps like I do. Also Wi-Fi, you know, it's like, you just realize how much you need Wi-Fi. Like, and then yeah. you YouTube on the TV and stuff like that. I actually managed to hotspot my phone before we got this CheeseNet 4G modem. I managed to hotspot my iPhone with the TV <laughs> to run TV. YouTube. Yeah. And my favorite part <laughs> was the, the UI for the TV is like, you know, really bad. And it's like, and it's like enter the password for the hotspot and i'm like you know clicking up and down the keyboard oh trying to... <laughs> yeah. 
And then I thought, if they bring the phone super close to the TV and then they connect, I'm like, oh, cool. I can watch one YouTube video and then it disconnects. It so, means basically we, without Wi-Fi, you go to Internet Cave. Yeah, Internet Cave. cave. And also like for work, right? Because I work from home. It's like just yeah. sucking up all my data and it's just like, anyway, those are my qualms. But maybe, you know, like I said, Christmas 24th of December. Is yeah. it the beginning of the podcast? Yes, this is Absolutely. how we started. This is how we start. Welcome, Jake. With, Welcome with, back to the with podcast. With Jake talking about his internet. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. How are you guys doing? What's up? <laughs> Sup? Sup? Bill's eating a muff. I'm eating a muff. Mm. Muffin. Muffin. I'm drinking a beer. Nice. I have a uh, Tim today. I'm drinking. I don't, I don't have a beer. I drank. I had one beer in the fridge. And I drank it like three days ago. But I have the uh, present you brought me. The oh. Whiskeroonie. Oh. Oh, you like the Whiskeroonie. It's a nice whiskey. It runs down smooth. <laughs> runs you know, I, I never like whiskey when it's super like bitey. Sharp. And it just Sharp. Like, you know, smokes up your... your what do you call your that? Esophagus, your, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say sarcophagus, but thank you, Phil, for, um, <laughs> for actually knowing the right term. <laughs> and this, is, this goes down nice and smooth. It's like, you know, pleasant whiskey. Right. It's a good I'll, time. Uh, it's a good time. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well, last... here's... Oh, okay. What? Sorry. I want to say no, last no. technical deet, since you got, you're the producer now. Well, is Johnny still around? I can't remember. No, no, oh, Johnny's still producing. Yeah, Johnny's okay. here. He printed out some stuff I have to read later on. Okay, but you but you do some mixing, I hear, of the podcast. Um, um, levels. It's all Johnny's like work. So you can send <gasps> okay. some Johnny... Some, some, send some, it to uh, Johnny. To, yeah, well, you, or you can tell me and I'll tell Johnny. Okay, so can you tell Johnny that today I'm using my um, trusty old school SM57 because oh. I don't have a lot of, you know, great acoustic treatment. So I wanted to make it easier for Johnny when he's mixing I it see. up so that I don't sound like I'm in an echo chamber. Um, that's good. That's good Classic. I am, I am being um, pretty pretty bad to Johnny because I don't have my curtains up, so it's echo land in here. Mm, Johnny's gonna so be... he's going to be do some, doing some magic on my audio. Filled with his fancy sound absorbers in the back. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty good. Well, no, you we're guys all, what are we some. talking about? This is bullshit. We're all in the studio. <laughs> um, that it's was, just our yeah. corners are just different. Yeah, corner. We have, all have our corners. Phil, that was your guys' I mean, Jake, late April Fool's joke, right? I think. Yeah. Um, Jake, he, he got his corner back, but um, he, since he wasn't there, basically a giant spider cobwebs. claimed it. She loved. Cobwebs. She loves <laughs> like, laying eggs. So, how are you, how are um, you yeah. like in your haircut, Tim? Do you you feeling the weight <laughs> off your shoulders? Oh yeah, I totally forgot that you have a haircut. <laughs> Holy crap! Um, I, I I visited you and you had long hair, and then you come up on the video in person on the studio floor, and I'm just like, didn't even know. I had no clue that you the were getting a haircut. Is, yeah. Today in work, I met um, one of the designers that interviewed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for about a half an hour, she had no idea who I was because when she interviewed me, I had a huge oh, beard hair. And, and long hair. <laughs> and then <laughs> we met and we're talking. And then after a while, I said, and it was something to use. I don't do like wait, you're the new wait, you're Timo. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I joined it's, society. Yeah, it's like just move, the, it's like that scene in The Rock where Sean Connery gets his haircut. Exactly. Oh, yeah, Sean yeah, Connery yeah. is an escape artist. You got the, <laughs> and Tim, the movie you, wants you to know that you brought them. Um, Disbalance to our member long hair, short hair. Uh, oh no! Old school tradition. Now we're both short hair, so I think it's like two negatives or two positives. So I think the world's the world's in trouble. <laughs> this world's in trouble. <laughs> Clashing. Now. 
That's why exactly. our podcast is so mellow. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Johnny sent me uh, these, mm-hmm. wants me to read this. Um, it says um, to follow us on Instagram. We post a lot of cool stuff there and post some news to um, subscribe on YouTube. There's going to be good stuff on there. Come just look up uh, to full podcast and then uh, rate us on iTunes. It'll, it'll help us find new listeners. And if you have friends and family or coworkers that enjoy really good quality podcasts hosted by um, young men talking about movies, um, <laughs> please recommend this. Um, it's great. Strapping, Johnny strapping says, young men. Strapping young men with beautiful, um, rich voices. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and rich so facial yeah. hair. And rich facial. Not so rich anymore. It got cut off on my side. Um, Phil hasn't changed the haircut since I, 1997. I, I'm still, so, still 1997. Still rocking it. <laughs> Someday it's going to be back in, in <laughs> vogue and I'll be back at being trendy again. <laughs> It's anime here, still rocking. Um, I'm a cartoon character. What can you say? You don't change. You don't even change clothes as a cartoon character most of the time. (laughs) You left your super really high wife and tall wife, high wife (laughs) and child. Oh man, for context, I don't know if anyone knows this. No one knows this, in fact, because Tim just posted a picture on Messenger. Do you know who that is? It looked to me like Ethan Hawke, but I'm assuming that it's Tom Cruise because the other woman looked like. Uh, I love Kidman. your. I love. The, yeah, it is Tom Cruise, and that's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was mm-hmm. like some random Imgur picture. No, no, from the no. internets. All right, that's so um, funny. Well, we got yeah. Jake back um, for a very special episode. Um, well, it, it is special because you know we got we had Jake on here, and I always threaten him. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make him watch a horror movie. Johnny sounded he really, like he tra- threatened you with that thing you had to read. There is a bit of backstory like, you know, also to this, if I may. Yeah, what's what, what do you got? Well, to ease us in, if I may, unless you have other announcements to share. Nope. Uh, I'm not pregnant, so... That's okay, cool. good. Um, to ease us in, uh, Dave Grohl um, released his autobiography last year, right? In yes. the fall, called Dave Grohl the Storyteller, I believe. And yep. uh, as a big Grolian, along with Timothy, we both purchased the autobiography. <laughs> did. did you ever tell a story about you going to the store? The bookstore? I don't think I did. <laughs> going to the uh, store? You want to tell it or no? <laughs> sure, I don't sure. know the story. Tell me the story, Tim. I want to well, hear this. The, the story, I don't think the story works very well without the photo. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, I, don't feel, I don't think Phil or people I saw the photo. Oh, you saw I mean, the photo. But, but, okay. but Dave Grohl's pretty, I mean, famous. I think people yeah, would yeah. know. Well, as we said, I had, you know, I kind of... I, I watched a whole movie with Dave Grohl in it, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's so, so true. <laughs> and maybe you watched Listener as well. But I kind of let myself go and I had long hair and a beard. And uh, when this Dave Grohl book came out, I went to the bookstore to, to pick it up to read it. I was interested to see what, what he wrote. And I, um, I, it was cold in the winter, so I put on my coat. And I went to grab the book and... On the book, there's Dave Grohl on the cover with his long hair and a glasses and, and a coat. And I realized I looked exactly like him. And then I kind of felt embarrassed uh, as I placed the old book <laughs> on the cashier counter. And uh, I saw the cashier lady look at the cover, 
look at me and a little bit of snigger and I felt so bad because oh, he thought no. I'm just some moron like this, such like a big fan of Dave hardcore Brohl, fan make... <laughs> well it's not as bad you'll s- never feel as bad as that old guy at KFC that uh, your niece took a picture of what is that a... I didn't get that looked exactly like Colonel Sanders Ooh, oh <laughs> yeah. I took it for chicken founder and and uh, inventor mascot of himself the mascot of his own company. <laughs> they kicked him out, so he went back in to to eat some KFC. That's amazing. Okay, so historically, that's what historically to Tim. Colonel Sanders uh, used to um, actually go into different KFCs and t- try the chicken, and he's oh, that's true. Be very critical of it, so he's oh, still doing it. Did, yeah, but didn't uh, Dave from uh, not Dave Grohl, but uh, Dave from uh, Wendy's, the owner, didn't he also go and like check out? Wendy's, oh, yeah. old-fashioned hamburgers. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. To see if it's boss. quality. All those under, like, cover. like Steve Jobs going to like his Apple stores. Yep. Did, he? Did he do that too? Yeah. yeah. He would go like to like the launches and he would just like be like a normal like, you know, participant. He would go in and be like testing things out. Yeah, yeah. You get these photos, like there's a crowd and just, just Steve Jobs in the middle standing yeah. there. Hmm. Interesting. So How did no one know? I wanted to say that um, the book came out. And I, I, I did, you know, contrary to Tim going to the bookstore, I um, can't get the book, book here in the bookstore. So I ordered it online and, uh, you know, read it. And uh, it was a super, super fascinating book. I, I really enjoyed it, loved it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the book came out, I think it was October 2021. Oh, serious? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's been oh a while goodness. because I remember when I ordered it, it was, it was a super lame story because unlike Tim's cool story. My story was going to Amazon.de, the German Amazon, which is where I sometimes order things. And I pre, this is by the way, I never pre-ordered anything in my life. And this is the first time I mm-hmm. pre-ordered the book. Wow. Right? It was months before. It was like summer. And I'm like, let me pre-order this because I would like to get the copy as soon as possible. And it's like, you know, I, I use my hard-earned money, paid yes. like a large sum of money. It was like 30 euros <laughs> to get the book. You know, 10 euros shipping, of euros. 20 for the book. It was a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And I, I was like, cool. And it took the money from my card. And I was like, great, I have that ready. And then I come back like the week it came out. And it says like estimated delivery December 12th. And it was like October. And I was so upset. I was like, why? What's the point of pre-ordering? I have to wait after the book. Everyone else has the book. So I just realized apparently I ordered from like the wrong vendor or something. I just went back to Amazon and I canceled this one. got my money back and reordered it. And it came in like three days. <laughs> mm-hmm. wow, stupid, stupid. Yeah, it's like I love it. It's like, horrible. You, know, you, you think like oh, I'm gonna pre-order. It's gonna be great. Anyway, I want to say that uh, read the book. I honestly had a blast reading the book. It was like really fun. I obviously am a big Dave Grohl fan, and I, you know, I think there was a kind of a hotly because anticipated book because you know there have been biographies of Dave Grohl. There have been like you know a lot of things written about him, and this is actually him writing you know in his own voice. And he wrote in the format was stories. He didn't write like I was born, you know, 1970, whatever, 60s, whatever. He actually went through and it's like a collection of stories that um, mm. he actually started out as an Instagram um, account and he put, post these, these stories and then eventually he put it down into a book. Anyway, uh, long story short, I was reading it, having a blast. And this is so weird that it was um, around the time. This is really weird, actually. It was, um, I think it was Halloween night. I think it was October 31st when I got to the chapter in the book about the haunted house that he, that he bought. And, <laughs> he bought and, a haunted house? Yeah, Dave bought a haunted house 
um, in like, can't remember what state, like Virginia, I think. No, sorry, Seattle, in Seattle. Because then he was still in Nirvana. I got, it was October, I think, 31st, Halloween night. And I got to that chapter about the haunted house. And uh, man, that that's, I pooped my pants. I pooped my <laughs> pants. I was Because I, I read before bed, right? Yeah. Oh, man. man. And I remember I was like lying next to my wife, Paula, and I'm like reading. And like, you know, uh, she like noticed that I was acting like weird. And I was like, not very, you know, like. Like I was like, scared to go to the bathroom, <laughs> things like that, you know, like she noticed, like, she's like, what is that going on? Like, you're really strange. And, uh, and I think I told her maybe even the next day, I was like, yeah, I read this uh, scary part in <laughs> Dave's book. <laughs> and uh, man, that's, that's, that, that story, like really shook me up for like a whole week. I was just like pooping my pants, like every time it was dark and, you know, whoa, we lived in a, in a house that had like three three stories and like the living room was all the, all the way at the bottom. So like I never wanted to go there because the living room was mentioned in the story and things like that. And, um, yeah, the so funniest, th- yeah, go ahead. The, the funniest thing about this is, you know, Jake wrote all, cause I, he got the book earlier than me. I was just kind of waiting for it to be in the store. And, and you know, you, when you read this part and you, you know, you were like really scared, you wrote to Solomon and I was like super excited. I can't wait. <laughs> You're like get, hyped. Can't wait to get to this part. <laughs> get it's like the lamest ghost story i've ever read no. and I, was, <laughs> I read it and i was like what a wimp jacob what is no, going on how could you be scared super for scary Scoop, super spooky spoopy spooky spoopy poopy it was terrifying i was like and, i was and, like i was like i stopped reading that it was like oh, i was so looking forward to be to be scared so disappointed oh no, it was terrifying was so and then the descriptions and like oh man like in the dreams it's ah uh, it's Terrifying. it's like I don't I, I yeah it's I don't know it's just funny because I was like expecting something really descriptive and it's like I felt something presence and I'm like that's I can't this this is I guess good for me it was just like so, the, conjuring the images and all that stuff you know I was just imagining man sure. what if I was in the house you know like that kind of stuff like that whole yeah. like, experiential thing overactive mm-hmm. imagination and, and then to connect it to the story of the podcast was that. You know, I got past that chapter and I also took, took yeah. a break from the book. I think I took a break for that week. I was like, whoa, I can't. And then, and then I, I finished the book and it was, it was a great read. And then Tim was like linked on our group chat. He's like, uh, Jake, you're going to watch this? And it was the Studio 666 oh. poster. And because I was in such a, you know, that whole vibe, that you yeah. know, Halloween horror vibe, I was like, no, I'm never, no. <laughs> never watching this. Because I thought it was going to be some, you know, not... Where is the spoiler alert? Uh, j- Phil? Uh, spoilers for the movies. Yeah. And <laughs> I, you saw the title. You know what we watched. We watched Tenacious D in uh, Studio 666. That's for the spoilers are for. Go, go ahead, Jacob. Go ahead. Wait, wait. I'm so sorry, guys. Let me, let me fix my... Let me switch over to my freaking hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> Internet troubles... I think my we worst should do like a, we should do standby music. Like, is this yeah. better? Is okay. You guys sound good. Internet no. troubles was when I didn't have internet, and I was just in Ireland, and I was stealing it for half a year from a neighbor. Oh man, that's the like, worst. Yeah, <laughs> stealing some good Wi-Fi. Okay, so are, are we good, Jake? Are, yeah, are we're good. We're good. The hotspot. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and then, and then uh, I saw the poster, and because I was in this vibe, 
I thought to myself, my goodness, this is going to be something like really serious and based on the real stories of recording that album and like, you know, maybe even like a documentary or like a very serious horror movie. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, no way. I was like, I'm not touching that. I'm probably never going to watch that movie. And here we are. <laughs> and we are. And here we are. Can I would like to add that um, Jake and Tim are way more familiar with the Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl and I guess Tenacious D as well. And I am just blank. That's okay. Kind of, a, kind of just a blank face Canvas. to this. Yeah. Just, just want everyone who's listening to know that it's an interesting dynamic now, but it's a good, it's good because then you'll have a unique perspective on such matters. Mm -hmm. of, of that may be so. Of um, course, I do have like some side information, you know, secondhand smoke <laughs> from yes. you guys. I've, I've learned a few things from you guys. You've but learned. I've a few never, things. I never read any books on the matter. I've never read. I've never listened to a lot of. Music, sure. I've heard, you know, like ever long. I've heard Jake and Tim play that. I've heard some <laughs> of the music. I've, I I did enjoy when I watched the music video. I think at Tim's place, there goes my hero. It's really oh good. yeah, and uh, that that's kind of that's the extent of it. Okay, and to tie it all up with the intro and the Foo Fighters, um, I well, I think it's we can freely, and I hope you guys agree, we can dedicate this episode to Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. Who have died? The drummer of Foo Fighters what was it about a week ago? It was really sad. Uh, he was fifty. So um, we didn't. We actually decided on doing this episode before that happened. So we did. Yeah. I, I honestly, by the way, speaking of Taylor passing away, I honestly was having like reservations during the podcast because it hit me pretty hard to be honest. Because mm -hmm. as a big yeah. Dave Grohl fan and Foo Fighters fan, absolutely un unexpected and tragic, and uh, you know. Um, I thought about it a lot these past days and, you know, it's, it's really strange how we have, um, you know, sort of, um, emotional connections to people we don't know personally, yeah. but they have impacted us a lot. You know, that can be, um, artists you like or musicians or, or whoever has influenced you and you, you looked up to. Um, so yeah, I, it was very heavy these past couple of after 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 hearing the news, so I was actually wondering if we should even do the podcast because it was a little bit, you know, um, just really tragic and sad. But I agree; I think we should dedicate it for sure to Taylor. Okay, all right. So, welcome, welcome to the Twofold Podcast. Uh, Johnny, play the theme song. Whoa, twenty four minutes in. Yep, to the, 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 the we got the uh, well, you know, we, we, Jake's back. We we had to talk. We talk about internet and Dave catch Grohl. up. You know, talk about things the over a drink, back, a drink back of water. The trio. Um. All right. So yeah, we, so we said we got Tenacious D, The Pick mm -hmm. of Destiny, and Studio Six Six Six. Um, Studio Six 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 we chosen because of we we talked about that. It's, um, uh, and then we were thinking, what are we going to pair it up? I gave some suggestions of movies with starring rock stars, like the, um, Kiss the Beatles movie. again. No, the, the Beatles wasn't on the table because we did a Beatles That's movie. That's true. A lot of Beatles. <laughs> we did two <laughs> Beatles. So I think, I think we out Beatles this podcast up for like next 10 years. <laughs> good with the Beatles. That's true. So I think there were a couple of other movies, but I also suggested, yeah, I think you also did Jake or Phil Tenacious D because... Um, it is a rock band movie starring a rock band. It's got some fictional 
um, history in it of the band. And it's got um, Dave Grohl playing some kind of satanic creature. The devil. Uh, the devil in Tenacious D. Um, so it's a good connection. And I actually think comparing these two movies is actually, I thought, um, there's a lot There's a lot to learn from comparing these two movies. Yeah. So and, uh, before thing we go well on. Is that uh, Dave and uh, Jack Black are buddies, which is also a great yeah, tie yeah. in. They're buddies and, you know, Foo Fighters took Tenacious D on tour quite a bit. So, yeah, there's a lot of yep. connections. Foo right, Fighters. Jacob, Jacob. Yeah. As the guest of honor of this podcast, I'm going to task you. Oh, man. Okay, I'm ready. You're a big fan of this. You're a big fan of this. And we often forget about this. I think last Batman episode, we didn't talk about actual plot at all. This is it the worst you're asking me? Because I always criticize you guys, and now I have to... Yeah, now you have to <laughs> do it. So, okay. so what is your yeah. first choice? Which movie you want to summarize first? For the people Let's who do, didn't, watch, listen, didn't watch the movie and are not going to gonna watch it. Just in advance, I apologize if I'm uh, coming at weird times with the talking uh, as we spoke. My internet is not the best. Um, <laughs> I watched Tenacious <laughs> D first, and then I watched Studio 666. So I'll start okay. with Tenacious D. Let's go. Tenacious D. Tenacious, Tenacious D is a movie about a uh, aspiring young lad. I forgot his name, but Jack Jay Black Bliss. plays him. Was it? What was it? it? It is Jack Black, but he always calls him JB or Jables. Right, JB, who grows up in a very conservative town and dreams and aspires of being a rock lord. And he yes. has his influences like ACDC and uh, Judas Priest and Dio. And uh, he eventually makes it out of that town and goes off looking for adventure and, and rock and roll uh, glory. Uh, yeah. in, his, in his adventure, he stumbles upon another guy named, is it KG? KG? Yes, KG, Kyle Gass. Who at first um, rejects uh, Jables. And uh, pretends to be uh, a rock lord himself, uh, having, you know, been with groupies and knowing Dio and being a rock and roll virtuoso. Um, So he takes him under his wing reluctantly uh, and Jables learns the ways of of rock and roll, highway to hell. And uh, in the process, eventually it turns out that uh, KG was, was, was lying. And he uh, turns <gasps> out he's just a failed rock and roller. And in this failure, they he both... doesn't have long hair. No, he's balding and, you know, he's also um, fearful of many things. And in this uh, failure, uh, they realize their true destiny, which is they were, their tattoos on their butt actually spell out tenacious. No, 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 birthmarks, birthmarks. Birthmarks. Birthmarks, so sorry, but they look like tattoos. Um <laughs> Uh, spell out the name of their band tenacious d which means they were meant to be together and uh and so it cements their their um journey which turns out to be uh the journey of of rock and roll after this what happens is they try to become the greatest rock band of the world only realizing that they're they're not and they don't know why and they discover that all the rock legends are using the same pick turns out yes. in their journey and through some discovery and other people on the way it's the pick of mm-hmm. destiny which is actually the tooth of satan himself and this yep. tooth gave them magical rock abilities 
And so All the they greats venture yeah. on to the journey looking for this, which ends uh, takes them to the Rock Hall of Fame, where they steal the pick of destiny, only to later accidentally break it, um, summoning Satan himself, Dave Grohl, in Satan form. <laughs> and according to the ancient legends, uh, he's bound by uh, a rock off at the end. Um, Wait. But the, the, the uh, you know at, at the turn of the tide. They managed to defeat Satan and uh, go on to finish their their rock journey. Yep. How did I do? Come to Nish's D. That was perfect. That was good. Oh, great. Summary. Oh, it's good. So it's good. It's good. Okay, we'll give you a break to okay. for Studio Six Six. Maybe we can talk a little bit about Tenacious D, and then we can we can we can go back to Studio Six Six Six. So, um, I was actually I, I'm not familiar. I, I've seen this movie Tenacious D. Pick a Destiny when I was a teenager like a hundred times. Oh, you I did? Was, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dude, I know this movie by heart. Oh, man. man. All what? the songs. Me I and Emma sings it. like the Master Exploder song. We sing it to each other all the time. I do not need, he does not need a microphone because my voice is fucking powerful. It's the best <laughs> song in the world. Um, so yeah, I've seen this, but I didn't know, actually know about the history of the band, the real band, Tenacious D with Jack Black and Kyle Gass. Actually, I don't know it. Pretty, that's pretty ex- similar. That's exactly what I did after I watched the movie. I went to Wikipedia. Okay, well, as oh, you do, you guys tell me a little bit. They 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 started the band in 1994. What? Yep. I mean, Jack Black always looks so youthful. You wouldn't <laughs> expect him to be 50 years old now. <laughs> yeah. If you watch videos of them now playing, they look like Jack Black has a huge white beard, and yeah, also ancient. this so this Kyle Gas. So yeah, they're ancient ancient. They're grandpas now. There used to be dad rock, now they're grandpa rock. <laughs> and they met in LA. They were like part of, um, well, that, this movie had a lot of great cameos. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The great actor from uh, Shawshank Redemption. Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. Tim yeah, Robbins. I was like, this is the funniest thing about this movie is that I was ready for, I've never seen this film before. I've seen the yeah. ads, that's all. I, but I knew there was going to be some character actors in there i was there's going to be some Surprising famous amount. people i would know and i was they, just like okay when the man you know the man with the hair and the yeah. peg leg walks up in the diner and he sits down i'm like okay who could it be who could it be i was actually thinking it would have been i was thinking it might be did you ever predict that because like it's really obvious that there's going to be some kind of a cameo, some kind of a famous person. For but me, I was thinking, it's, yeah. it's really weird because, you know, I've seen this movie as a teenager and I've seen it again now after so many years. There's so many people I had no idea who they were back then. Mm-hmm. Like Tim Robbins, right. I didn't know who that was. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I love it when that happens. You watch a movie that you watched when you were a kid, you don't know the actors and you come back to it and you're like, wait a second. How did my yeah. memory dot figure this out? Even uh, and, uh, Dio was the beginning. Oh yeah, it's Dio himself. And Meatloaf is dad. Meatloaf is the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I. I don't know anything about Meatloaf other than I know his face. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah, I was wondering about that. That was funny. So Who's they Dio? actually they actually met. Uh, Tim Robbins had like a comedy group, and they were both part of it. Oh. Huh. Yeah. And um and the it's funny because like in real life um like Kyle Glass Kyle. Kyle Gass could play yes. the guitar. Right. Jack Black couldn't. And um but they really? all wanted to be the musical part of that comedy group. But they had a little bit of a rivalry going on because, you know, Kyle wanted to be 
you know, the, the master. But I think they went a trip somewhere to Scotland and they became friends. And Kyle actually taught Jack Black how to play guitar. Yeah, because Jack Black can now play guitar. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know so that's how they started. I always wondered how did they end up like they have a they like occupy an interesting space as like a band because they're like sort of a parody, right? But they're sort of yeah. not. I never really listened to all their music, but you know they're acoustic, but they're like very you know steeped in the rock and roll tradition. And then like for instance, yeah. like Jack Black knows Dave Grohl, and like Dave Grohl is a fan of them. Like I, it's interesting how they are very unique. In like, well, they started as a band, so they made the band, and it, it is kind of like acoustic, two acoustic guitars, kind of making these rock songs. And they started playing mm-hmm. out in clubs in LA, and then um, somebody I can't remember who it was, kind of, kind of, uh, there's a couple of people that um, brought brought them to kind of like spotlight. I think one of them hilariously is the singer of Tool. He saw them play, and they, they actually they went on tour with Tool. Can you imagine That's insane. that? Tenacious I don't know D anything. Tool. I don't know tools. Mainyard. So. Okay, and um, and then um, <laughs> this is so great. I'm the best. And then and and I think somewhere around that time, yeah, somebody took Dave Grohl. I don't know who it was took Dave Grohl to see them, and then oh, and he right. like, liked it, and then and then became friends from there. And um, and I think I can't remember who it was, but they got him a TV show in the 2000s. There was a Tenacious D TV show, like one what? season. It was yep. all news to me. And then I think their song, The Tribute, got big, and that was like their biggest <gasps> hits. And Jack, Jack Black was, you know, big in the movies and stuff like right, that. And then right. they were going to make, I think they started wanting to make in like 2002, they wanted to make The Pick of Destiny, but then Jack Black was starred in the the King Kong movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was kind of busy. And then, yeah, in 2006, Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny came out. And what and a silly film album it was. Too. Yes, yes, yes. Uh I don't think there was there was an album before that, but yeah, I don't know if there was a Pick and Destiny album. Maybe it was. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I think there was. I there remember. Was? Okay. Yeah, I think so. It's so it's so funny that I watched Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny in connection with when you mentioned King Kong because just two days earlier something compelled me to watch <laughs> King Kong again, and I actually sat down and watched the extended edition of King Kong wow. just two days before watching Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> Amazing. So you're on a... It's Jack Black. It's just he's you were, here. You were singing... His Rooly presence is there. So... I like that you remember that. That's great. Yeah, it's classic. So you guys, did you like Tenacious D? Did you enjoy it? Honestly, I thought it was really fun. I was surprised <laughs> because I... Okay, sorry. I'm t- taking a spotlight. You you guys go. The guest, look at me. Well, you're the in. guest. I asked... Uh, you're the guest. Just, just, yeah, yeah. Just go for okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, I was actually really surprised at, at like how fun it was to watch because I think this was a bit of a weird time in like movie history, like mid two thousands, where a lot of poop comedy movies came out, uh, and they were all oh, like yeah. really generic and you know yeah. that's at least my recollection. Um, and so I always I remember hearing about Pick, Pick a Destiny in, in middle school. I think it was yeah mm-hmm. like seventh eighth grade ninth grade something like that. And for some reason I just didn't watch because I didn't understand like you know. Um, humor and things like that um but it's really interesting now watching it as an adult and knowing the history and like the whole you know like what i liked about it a lot is like jack black is a very interesting guy because like he's an actor and he's like a musician and he doesn't take himself mm-hmm. seriously you know he's the rudely doodly guy and but he's <laughs> you know he made like right he was in school of rock and you know like he's just like this 
really positive sort of rock and roll, you know, energy, yeah. even though he's not like, you know, like a metal musician or something. He's just like a, you know. He's a big fan of the rock. Yeah, big fan metal. of the rock. Exactly, yeah. But it's like in a really fun way. And I think that somehow he really nails that blend. And I think that the, the whole movie, you could just tell, like, if you are a fan of, like, rock and roll and sort of that yeah. whole energy of, like, you know, the unspoken, you know, traditions of rock and, like, you know, the history of rock and stuff like that, that they really nailed that. And I was really enjoying watching it. I It was, like, silly. It's a silly movie. But I just, like, so many of the lines and stuff. And it's, like, how they say fucking all the time, like, the mm -hmm. entire movie. It's, like, it's very rock and roll, you know. But it's, it's also a very silly movie. So I thought it was fun. I think it was maybe a little bit generic, like, some of the, you know, uh, like plot things but you mm -hmm. don't really care because like you're just watching it for the moments and for the scenes and for the <laughs> silliness of it all yeah so i i thought it was really good fun yeah it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a goofy it's a goofy movie it's a <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I, I i was just in it for the ride i didn't know what i was getting into but then when the movie started and you have like musical numbers and i was like oh yeah, this yeah, yeah. is very musical because like the funny thing is that i watched tenacious d second i watched ah, studio okay. 666 before Ooh, okay so you're, so you're yeah. the opposite and it was it was more musical it was, it was a musical. i don't know what to say about it honestly like well did you enjoy it did well, you of course, do, do I think enjoyed it. Funny? it. was very funny. It was a, it was a, it was a fun little movie. Starts off with a nice little, little, little song from Little Jables about That's slaying right. a dragon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's I like the family. chapter. The chapter breaks with the cards. <laughs> yes, yeah, very Monty and, Python. And the then you always grail. have like a little, like they're, they're singing. They're, they're like, <laughs> so good. <laughs> need to pay the rent. Yeah, yeah, need to pay the rent. I think my favorite one of those, like descriptive singing, is when he's like storming by himself the museum and 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 Jack Black's singing in a rock song. I gotta hide behind this rock, and then I'm gonna slide in here. Did you guys that notice that? One. That was a good one. Which one? I like them all. I think because they're all just they come in at the right time, you know, in a movie. Yeah, and they're just silly. I just like the over the top, you know, stupidity, like you know, and everything because the characters are so serious about this you know we got a rock you know and that <laughs> yeah. that attitude is like so funny to me it's just because because you know deep down like they're both serious right like even the yeah. people like jack black got a rock and roll to the top right <laughs> yeah. but at the same time you know they both know and everyone knows that it's just silly you know it's like yeah it's what like the stereotype of, the... of rock and roll which is funny the the ultimate song of them. I mean, I I guess I don't know. Like, there's there's some strong favorites. I think when when I was a when I was a kid, I, when I was a teenager. I think my least favorite part was like the Sasquatch bit when they when oh, oh man the Sasquatch that was bit. definitely the bot low point. But I think, <laughs> but I was like watching it now, and I was like, who the hell is the Sasquatch? I can't figure it out. I had <laughs> I to look either. it up, and it's not credited, but it's John C. Hmm. Riley. <laughs> It doesn't Who's even that? look like him. <laughs> John C. Riley, uh, known for Kong, uh, Scotland. Oh, oh, he's, oh yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's the, he's the, he's the captain. Uh, voice of Wreck-It Ralph. He was in so many uh, like oh. Frank's list. Yeah, just look up the. You, you'll instantly recognize him. You know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's some crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. There's some crazy stuff that I had no idea. Like Amy Poehler is in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even know it was Lots Amy Poehler. SNL I had no idea people. until I looked at the trailer. Uh, the, the trailer. The the credits. Yes. But then 
Uh, can you believe it? Ben She's Stiller? She's so young. Did you, did you know that that was Ben Stiller? I did know Ben Stiller. I, th- oh. I, did, I, did no, knew... I was kidding. I'm kidding. I'm oh, joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I was a kid. I definitely knew Dio. I knew Dave Grohl and I knew Meatloaf. But that's as far as I didn't understand everyone else's. Did you notice Amy Adams in the crowd? I, I was. I wanted to mention that this is my. St- huh, this is that. kind of my story of the podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm movie, so sorry. Do you want me to I go was back? Watching the, yeah, let's go back. So when I was watching the movie, I looked at some of the crowds of the people when he when they're singing that epic, Master Exploder, <laughs> the best song in the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what it sounds like because I watched that? it a few days ago. Sing a little bit. Oh, it goes. Um. um Wait, how does it start? I forgot how it starts, but I love when it goes into riff and he's like, I do not need. And then uh, Gas goes, he does not need a microphone because my voice is fucking powerful. Oh, on stage. And he's like, I did not mean, he did not mean to blow your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, when he blows your mind. All the time. Yeah, and, and co- yeah. like increasingly, every time the shot goes back to them, they have more like metal gear on them, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and more yeah. makeup and crazy guitar. That's and a good one. Gas, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. six, <laughs> six hands, and they're they're playing all these amazing rock and roll riffs. Yeah, and then they go to the crowd, right? And everyone's yes. like just loving it. They're like, you know, being they're just in. That's the best thing they ever saw. Yeah, and I was looking, and as the camera went through the crowd. There were, you know, a bunch of girls like fainting and just like yeah. having a wonderful time. And one of the girls, I was just like, is that, was that, was that Amy Adams? Was that Amy, Amy Adams? And I'm like, I, I'm sure it wasn't Amy Adams. So I, I remembered what one person in that crowd was just like an, <laughs> you know, an extra. Yeah. And then I, and then when the movie ends, I go to, you know, I, I check the credits, not, not maybe not the credits of the, but it was in the, in the, in the, at the end of the movie. Amy Adams and I was like my heart jumped a little bit like I got it wow I'm a Amy, genius Amy Adams right. credited as the gorgeous woman <laughs> gorgeous woman and there's also some who, hidden stuff that I found out afterwards when I was like I was like whose else is in there's like Jason Siegel is in the party and then a bunch of other huh. he is but a bunch of other like hidden secrets in the back that's pretty the song crazy. I remember the most was I'm the devil I love you because I w- watched that YouTube clip many times before because oh. I hadn't seen the movie and we are the D we are the D um, didn't they do like a, a remake of that or was it the first one because there's like two that was songs, the first right? one with the so, devil so so the original Satan. from the pre- their first album there was a song called the tribute yeah that one. and it's a similar story where they fight the, they, they meet the mm-hmm. devil on the road and the devil challenges them or they challenge the devil and basically they make the best song and they win over the devil but they can't remember the song so this is just a tribute to the song and there was a music video oh. and in the music video Dave Grohl plays the devil as well there and that was before yeah was like that's what I thought missed that one yeah so there's two devils two Dave Grohl devils oh interesting yeah 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 because like that's what I thought when I was watching the movie I was like I don't remember this Makeup appliance. I remember the huh. old one. Yeah, yeah. It's very cheesy. The other video. one. He's just like a painted red, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "What else was like? What else was funny in that? Like the Museum of Rock. Like it's just this huge <laughs> lasers. Oh, gigantic. what did you? What did you With think the- <laughs> of? What did you think of the uh, infamous dick push up? The, the dick, dick push up. I, I think it's. The, I don't know. For me, it's funny. Use your boner. It's so silly. Okay. And then. <laughs> And then the what was it? The, the use your cock for the for the laser. Oh, yeah, use the force. <laughs> he has to extend. 
it's Come funny. On, head. It's funny because yeah. it's so stupid, you know. It is. It is, and it's also like like you know, it's like it's like some of the bits are like bad SNL bits. Like okay, let's yeah. let's you know quote Star Wars or something like that. But I think it's so endearing that I just don't care. It's like yeah, well, yeah, I was blasting through this. Because the songs are amazing, they're just yeah. the, just they're just the best. I think if, yeah, for sure. If it wasn't for the songs, it wouldn't be the same movie. And I think that's what I realized when the movie is starting. I was like, oh my goodness, yes, this is going to have songs that they wrote. Because I was thinking for some uh-huh. stupid yeah. reason, it's just going to be plain old no songs, which is plain like, old no songs, yeah, no songs, just 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 jokes and and you know, like and what they the do when, guy, like, when the movie comes out, like the movie, you know, dude. Oh, that's another aspect that I really liked about the movie is that you know, like even when you start out you'll always have that one person who just loves your stuff no yep. matter what so true it's wonderful he's their biggest fan wonder let them dare oh yeah the guy. car <laughs> you guys are amazing uh okay so let's yeah. let's before we start comparing these let's let's have a look at what happens in studio okay it's hard deep breath <laughs> You can do this, Jacob. You're meant. You're made for this. The legendary modern rock band, the Foo Fighters, um, now playing 25 years plus strong. Dave Grohl as the frontman, former drummer of Nirvana, started his own band uh, as a, as a lead singer and frontman. Uh, are making their I can't remember, like tenth record or something like that. Yep, <clears throat> they made no. Yeah, they're making their tenth record. Yeah. And they're in the classic record company um meeting meeting room and dave's discussing with the band with their manager and label man uh that they need something epic for this 10th album they can't just do the regular shit they got to do something crazy and the rec- the manager goes i have just what i what i think you guys will need and he takes them uh uh, connects them to this this mansion. Uh, by the way, before the movie begins, there's a little bit of a back, you know, flashback. Oh yeah, yeah. To the early '90s, where a, a murder happens, it's kind of murder spring this in this in this mansion in Encino. Which, by the way, fun fact: Dave Grohl lives in Encino, and uh, in real life, like that's that's his neighborhood in Los Angeles. That's the actual studio oh. they recorded <laughs> the last album in. Oh, so it is, right? It is for real. It's the house they recorded. The house, yeah. Oh, wow. And the the murder happened, and it, you know you can hear some music playing. These like there was a band like making an album or something, and and this like terrible ter- terrible murder that happened. Then yeah. it flash forward to this you know modern day Foo Fighters making the new album. Uh, it turns out that the manager um, basically uh, sent them to this house, right? And they're they're being shown around this house by the real estate agent and, you know, uh, they're not sure about this, but then Dave, you know, hears the sounds, you know, the acoustics of the house. And he's like, whoa. And then the, 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 the satanic vibes. acoustics. Yeah, the satanic acoustics. And he's like, you know, I'm going to spoil everything here, but it's like the, che- <laughs> the cheesy, you know, uh, jump scares and everything happens. <sighs> and he's like, <sighs> he's like, you know, we'll take it. We'll, we'll take this. And, and so the band moves into this house. And uh, they start they start making this tenth record, and uh, you know comedy ensues. Dave can't can't write anything good. He's shown his band members ever long and all my life his most famous songs, and nothing's happening. No inspiration. Um, but the vibes are weird, right? The vibes are weird at this house. Um, 
eventually uh dave finds himself in by the way this movie is just like dave grohl and <laughs> the encino house i didn't even know that was his real house no no, 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 no it's no, not it's, his house the house where they recorded yeah, yeah, the yeah, last yeah. album so and funny. uh and he goes down to this basement and you know you get these um oh, the shit what is, what is the movie called Dar- uh, not uh, evil, Army dead. Darkness. Evil, evil dead, dead vibes right evil dead, yeah. classic homage to evil dead he sees this like dead raccoon that's like sacrificially placed on the wall and he finds these this old like you know reel to reel tape and he hears this like sludge metal you know from the 90s and he's rocking out to this. He's like, this is it. This is the shit. And he's like, I, gotta, I gotta finish this. Uh, this is the way. It this turns is the out new sound. This is the, yeah, the new sound from the 90s. It turns out this is the band that was making the record that was never finished in the 90s. Comes back up. Suddenly, he has all these ideas, you know, from this never finished album, this heavy, you know, uh, I don't even know what you call it. Yeah, like oh, groove, some metal groove stuff. metal, you know. And uh, he's making the band play this. He's making the band do these crazy, you know, time signatures and keep keep playing. So as as time progresses, he just keeps getting more insane, and he just keeps being, you know, an asshole to his, all his band members uh, to the point where he's just obsessed with with finishing this this album. Um, song, and, which is like 40 minutes long. Yeah, the 40 point. minute long song. And so <laughs> in between, you know, there's like uh, murders happen and then eventually he kills, he starts killing his bandmates one by one. <laughs> um, and he, he's eaten raw, <laughs> so fucking juicy steak. <laughs> and uh, and then eventually it, like the, the whole movie, Blade too. Yeah, the whole movie culminates in the band finding out that he's possessed. Uh, some, by of them, his, some of them dead. Yeah, yeah, true. Some of them he already killed. Like poor Shifty, Chris Shiflet yep. dies first, and uh, there's a whole epic finale where they try to Nate and Pat try to get get the the satanic spirits out of Dave, and um, yeah, eventually, eventually, <laughs> and then the satanic spirit comes out of Dave, and then yeah. the then and then the the old band ghosts come in to say thank you and take it down the actual demon. And then, you and think then it, the movie doesn't end yet. Yeah, you think it's all over, and it's you know all his bandmates are dead. Manager comes out out of nowhere, you know, <laughs> uh, wearing this robe, a la, um, uh, what was the movie called? Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Right? Yeah. yeah, the great and, and he comes in. He's like, "I was waiting twenty years for this song. Did you finish the song?" By the way, before that, uh, Taylor ends up finishing the drums, recording for oh, the song, yeah, yeah. and you can't finish the song because the legend says. That you'll open some portal, some satanic portal or something. Um, and then it turns out that Dave actually is still possessed. And the manager makes him do a solo career. And then <laughs> that's the end. We just see Dave like <laughs> doing the solo career and he's like, never better. And um, hmm. that's the movie. That's the end of the movie. So I'm glad, so, you, to, I'm glad you summarized yeah. that because I kind of checked out last 20 minutes. I literally don't remember what's yeah, happening so with to, the manager to, to sum it up yeah i want to say to sum it up in like keywords you have like uh you know like homage to slasher films uh you know cheesy uh horror you know gore like B, and just great. like b movie mm-hmm. vibes and a very you know classic uh you know 
storyline. So let's do Prog. six. Mm. Okay. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you. Thank Prog. you for summarizing that. That's good. Thank yeah. You. Good job. Good job. Excellent work. Covered right. everything. It was hard, man. Hard work. So the first thing that I noticed in the movie uh, mm-hmm. was I didn't realize there were that many members of the Foo Fighters. Yeah. They've been growing steadily. <laughs> I, I, like, that's how much I don't know. I thought that there were maybe four. They were. They were, they were four, four a very long time. And then... And then and now there's like seven of them. Six. You remember close, the hex, hexagram? The, um, oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Bring yeah, Me Horizon nice. hexagram, which I kind of laughed because Bring Me Horizon used that as a logo. And I was like... Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I was surprised at how goofy this film was. Because I didn't know nothing. I did know nothing about this nothing. movie. And I just pressed Same. the play button. I just had the poster. And I, and it, when it started with that, you know, 1996, and it's like, ah, you know, the band, the old band trying mm-hmm. to make their song, and then they're getting killed by a mysterious figure very mm-hmm. brutally. And I was like, ooh, okay, here we go. I was like, <laughs> I was like Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got it. Let's do this. This is what it's going to be. It's going to be fun. Like and then it stops. Yeah. Or fun. And then it turns into Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Foo Fighters meet Scooby Doo without yeah. Scooby Doo. No, yeah. Well, yeah. if Scooby Doo had said fuck every second word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be so funny if uh, this is perfect. The, if only there was that, you know, you know how Scooby Doo had those specials where they had like the Harlem Globetrotters yes, yes. and Batman. I think they had Kiss maybe too or no? Oh man. Well, let me actually Scooby Doo and Foo Fighters. Well, That's a perfect combination right there. Oh, that for, would be for, so good. For me, the, the biggest cameo I recognized was uh, Carrie King from Slayer. Wasn't he? He got fried. Uh, there's only two cameos, sadly. I was expecting a lot. I was yeah. definitely expecting Jack Black to pop in, but um, no, I sadly, Black. there's Who's only the two cameo? cameos. Besides Carrie uh, Well, you have the, did you see who their engineer the was? Who was their engineer who was mixing them and then disappeared? Oh, shoot, I missed it. Who was it? <gasps> yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I was like, he looks like, this is exactly like Amy Adams okay. in, yeah. in, in Tenacious D. I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm just like, he looks exactly like, is that, is that, is that John Carpenter? He looks exactly John like him. Carpenter. He looks like John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. John no Carpenter uh, was, was there. Um, and, and then he disappeared. It's John Carpenter. They're, so, they're like setting up the mix and then Carrie dies. Carrie from yeah, Slayer. Yeah. And then, and then John Carpenter's like, this is a good sound. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you never see him again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, if you end up tracking anything, pop it on a hard drive. We'll mix it. Yeah. Um, so I guys, there to... is a Scooby Doo and Kiss. Oh, really? So I think we, <laughs> I think we deserve Scooby Doo and Foo Fighters. I think so. So I wanted to. This, I have to share with you guys. And this is what I've been waiting to tell you on the podcast, right? That about my my biggest thought about yeah. this movie. It's very revelatory and just insightful, mm-hmm. and just you guys won't believe it. So the only thing that was going through my head for most of the movie was this feels like one of our old movies we, yes, <laughs> we made yes. when we were kids. This is, this is my too. biggest note. This is Castle of the Barons on a big high yes. budget. Yes. This is like... This Dude, is like, I, I thought the same thing. You guys I of, thought of course, the same thing. mentioned this stuff on the podcast. We mentioned it when I was on the show too. It's like these movies we made when we were uh, kids and even some movies, Tim, that we did without you, unfortunately, I remember back in the yeah. States, like, 
like I know Phil was mm-hmm. like wanting to make these horror movies, like you know, to really like, spook people. Yeah. And like this was it, man. Like <laughs> this, like yeah, so funny because like the Foo Fighters, they're like you know they're not actors. And by the way, I have to say, Dave, no. I think yeah. did a pretty good job. Like because he's a pretty animated guy, I think he did a decent job. Like he tried trying the, to pull. He tried the most. tried the most. I have a feeling, but, but like, the rest of them, you just you just. <laughs> Feel it, yeah, like, you know, deep down, you know that these are all just not actors, and it's just I, the vibe was so perfect. And thought. it's like I was, I read, I think I read like one. I didn't read any reviews or anything, or didn't get any spoiled, uh-huh. but somehow I managed to hear some kind of like snippet. Maybe when I googled the movie or something, it's like you know, I didn't expect so many jump scares. Someone wrote something like that on Google. I saw right. a snippet, and I was like, oh man, I was like, this is gonna be like pretty, you know, like I don't know if I can handle all the jump scares, and then when you watch. The, Watch the movie. Like, <laughs> the jump scares are just that sound effect. You know, like <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> and it's like split second face. And, and it's like uh, everything is just and it reminded yeah. me so much of when we were kids. We would make these movies and we would put those jump scares in and we were always wondering like why aren't they working? Like why is no one scared? <laughs> and all we did was no sound scared. effect and we did like, you know, the panning and like, you know, little shapes and stuff yeah. like that. So that's what I want to share with you guys. That to me is... is yes, I, Lo and behold. I'm so happy that we all had the same thought. Because it, it yeah. hit me the most when Dave walked down the stairs into the basement. Yeah. And then oh, had an encounter yes. with, the, with the spider webs and went... <laughs> and I'm just like, this is Castle of the Barons. It's Castle of the Barons, me going down the basement yeah. with like shitty cobwebs. And it's like... The, yeah. Because here's 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 a couple of now now seeing this, I, I was able to identify what are the main elements of okay, our yeah, movies yeah, yeah, that see. you know that are shit that 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 yeah. translate here. Obviously, it's the bad acting. It's like mm-hmm. we're not actors, and everything feels like a first take. Yeah, everything feels like <laughs> that's good enough. You know, like <laughs> we don't have to try that again. It's like, it, no differentiation <laughs> like, in the, the line delivery. It's always like the same somehow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and it's, it's like a written line because like, there's a lot of like jokes in this movie where if it was delivered by a comedian, it would have worked. Like it's, it's a classic joke. They would have it's found just delivered the inflections in, like, the, and the feel, like they could yes. spin it. Like a good actor can make a crappy line good, right? Because they know yeah. what they're doing. Like there's the classic joke of like, you know, Shiflet being a kind of like, you know, a trying to trying to be all good with Dave Grohl and Dave Grohl doesn't like him, right? Like that's the, mm-hmm. that's the joke from the band, you know, yeah, Shifty is yeah. always like, they always make fun of uh, Chris, right? In, in the band, even like mm-hmm. in the behind the scenes and so. everything. So, and they're making that, and it's like, you know, let's say, the, what does it call that? This is the end, I think, where all the comedians in, in LA yeah. and the world's ending. And, and that's the joke with, um, what is the actor's name? Uh, he used to be Seth. fat, now it's not. Seth. Jonah Hill. Seth Rogen? Oh. Oh. Jonah Hill. And in that movie, he's like a super positive goody two-shoes and everyone's like being being to him. It's the same joke, except they're comedians and they make it work. Here mm-hmm. it's just like, if you didn't oh, know yeah. that was the joke, you you wouldn't even get it. Maybe you were like, what? I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't even know what you guys are talking about. You see about. what I mean? It's like, he's like, oh, you're a girl griller, you know, <laughs> oh. you you make good grill. Um, Dave Grohl is like, shut up, whatever. And it's like. So that's one element, just the acting, the pacing. I didn't, I had no idea about the that. The pacing is so weird. Like you were taking uh, in the description, Jake, when Dave Grohl, oh, did we lose Jake? Oh, we lost Jake. No, Mamma Mia. Papa Sorry, Pia. I lost you for a second there. I'm back now. 
Okay, so you were in the description, you were telling about the scene where Dave Grohl go <laughs> basement again, and he finds the tape, <laughs> and then he's like, this is the base thing, best thing ever. For two minutes, he's rocking out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are we watching Dave Grohl rocking out for two minutes? It's it's like the thing, it's like we shot two minutes of Dave, so yeah, yeah. we're going to use it two exactly minutes it. of Dave. We're going to use and it. And we also had a lot of those like long takes, which had like this footage, right? And I was wondering, like, when I saw the timestamp, I was like, what? One hour forty five. How I thought this was like a B movie. I thought it was like a one hour twenty. Like you know, like, like yeah. Tenacious D. And this is classic. Like you know, okay, our movies, our movies weren't that long, but I mean, like we used, yeah. like you said, every footage we had. And this is the same thing here. It's like just these, it's like these long segments of just. And when you think about it, I was actually surprised too. Like I have to say, I actually liked the cinematography. Surprisingly, I thought it was pretty good. I think it wasn't like wasn't moody. But I like the like the framing and how it was shot. I think it, it looked pretty decent to me, in my opinion. I don't know what you guys think. I um, have to really disagree. I was okay, okay. really annoyed with the DP. You, like, you can you literally. can you can talk about that. But I want to say, like for me, it was like I, I kind of like that aspect. But um, I was surprised that like when you think about it, it's like the like some of the like you can tell that like obviously it's professionally made. Like people who like edited the movie and stuff like that. Like they generally you can mm-hmm. tell they they oh, know yeah. what they're doing. It wasn't like watching. I have no idea who those guys named uh, Red Letter Media when they made a movie. You know, like, it's not like that. Oh, yeah. right? oh man. That's, 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 that's the next God. level. God, like that. It's that's not that, right. right? But at the same time, it's like you yeah, realize yeah. how bare bones it is. Like, like I said, this is literally it Dave is, Grohl yeah. in the Encino house. It's literally him. He's like an 80% of the film. You know, it's like the band is there. Yeah. They have some scenes. They have some lines. But it's mostly Dave with the, with the with the with the three guys, you know, and the crew, and they're like, yes. "Let's go to the basement." It's like, I have this fucking idea, you know. It's like, and they have this script, you know, that they wrote already, and yeah. you know, it's just like you just feel those yes. vibes. It's just them horsing around. It's, it's the first idea, and they put it in a script, yeah, yeah. and no one ever went and said, "Okay, how does this work with the story? Mm-hmm. Is this funny? How are we going?" It's just like, "Oh man, you know, wouldn't it be funny? Like to have these sacrifices. What if it's a raccoon? That's hilarious." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And put lo it and behold, it's a <laughs> raccoon, and it makes no sense whatsoever to the story, to making it scary. Like, what? Why a raccoon? Like this, yeah. Why is there like? It's also confusing about how this demon does it makes everything. No sense. Yeah. I try to think. Hell, about does it. the gardener have to do with anything? What, kind of, what are the other demons with the, the red other, eyes yeah, the, the, going the, the around? I don't know. Makes no sense. But, but it's funny because it's like the the the, the look. It's like I like if you, what you were talking about. It's like it's professional yet it feels something of it's like i would like good best metaphor is like cameras right you have like consumer cameras mm-hmm. you know your point and shoots and everything and you can clearly see that's you know it's like for families and for guys dads on trip right and then you have pro cinema cameras right and you can see it's it's, yeah. it's a movie like this movie is like prosumer camera you know what i mean it's like, it's <laughs> I like wouldn't that be in between it's a professional I camera but i feel good, like the quality i don't know i, don't know. I feel like the I, there's some shots that are great, and there's some shots that are so sanitized. Well, yeah, okay. So sanitized, there's two yeah. DPs for this movie, actually. So I feel wow. like maybe some of the night scenes. Do they just do that on the weekends? Because the night scenes, some of them look much, like when they're Dave Grohl's being chased or something like that. They actually look pretty decent, like the lighting and right, the framing. Right, right. But the day, but like stuff, the maybe. day shots, the comedy stuff that was atrocious. Like the framing was, is like yeah. whatever. Sometimes the, I didn't the mind. subject I thought it is in the left okay, corner. Honestly. Sometimes in the right corner. Sometimes it's, there wasn't a it's vibe, just like, though. Like if you noticed, there wasn't like a. Like but the a, lighting like a, is like a porn movie. What was happening? Why was everything yeah. lit? It's not very good? Yeah, yeah that's true. It's so beautiful. It's, it's 
That's true. There were no yeah, dynamics. That's, that's it was just like, like very. It was like a. Yeah, like, yeah. No. Yeah. But um, you know, I really missed. There's a way to make the effect right. There's a way to make that yeah. look. It's it's just as important. The more I see is like you decorate a, a set, mm-hmm. you know, and you you do the production design, and every little detail counts yes. for the mm-hmm. texture. But I think that with lighting, it's the same thing. You're actually <laughs> decorating the, you know, the entire scene with the light as well. Yes. yes. And I feel like this is just, we're just going to take Phil's soft boxes and put them on the ceiling. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and then, you know what's weird? Like, uh, like the look of the digital look doesn't even help. Because like, I, I made the mistake, I watched Tenacious D first and then Studio 66. And I was just like, I miss the film look. At least yeah, that. Yeah. Would, like mask film. it, hide it hide the amateurish of it like here it's just like he's just getting the raw digital ugh, yeah do you know it, it reminds just, me of like i know phil you didn't see these but like dave um made a couple of documentaries like um music documentaries uh he did uh, mm-hmm, sound city right. in the early 2010s and then he did the uh he did something else didn't he he did that show sonic highways where he went Oh, yeah, the went to each show. city in America and talked about, and mm-hmm. I think that he learned a lot probably from like, you know, a documentary standpoint. I don't know how much influence he had on this movie, but it's weird because it felt like that stuff that was like learned and done on that was like kind of like applied here, but it's, it's wrong because <laughs> this is a film. Like you, you, you can't like, compare the two, you know, documentary, real life, yeah. you know, like, you know, trying to get something I don't know. It just, to me, it's just like, it just did not, just felt like the it's, wrong application. You know, and the, the those documentaries are really good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would say as far as documentaries, as far as how they Love looked, those. how they were edited, the sound was perfect. This had a really amateur sound in it, you know, where like the, the, the way it's mixed, it's very like, kind of like weak and empty. And then mm-hmm. all the folly is just kind of feels... Like somebody's just putting it in the computer. Like it didn't feel like a fool on, you know, like oh, a Hollywood no, production. Sound design, yeah. Sound design. yeah. But you were saying, Jacob, that you don't know how much he was involved. So I, I, I read upon this. So basically uh-huh. Dave Grohl wrote the story <laughs> and then uh. he produced it. So, so he paid for it. And um, and then I guess there were some writers attached to it, a director basically. I think they mm. wrote it together. And it's based on their experience when they recorded the last album in that house, they had some spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, I guess, thought it would be cool to make a movie out of it. So I'm going to read you <laughs> quote from Dave on the spooky house experience. Okay. Hopefully um, this will keep Jake up at night for about a couple of days. Okay, I think I may I be ready. I knew the vibes <laughs> definitely go. off. Okay, let's go. <laughs> you're ready. This time you're ready. I knew the vibes were definitely off, but the sound was fucking on. We would come back to the studio the next day and all the guitars would be detuned. Or the settings would put on the board. All of them had back to zero. We would be up. We would be up a Pro Tools session, and tracks would be missing. There were some tracks that were put on there that didn't put that we didn't put on there. But just like weird open mic noises, nobody playing on instruments Ooh. or anything like that. Just an open mic recording room. Grove noted that they captured unexplainable footage on a video, but due to non-disclosure agreement. With the house owner who was attempting to sell the property, the footage cannot be shown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a load of shit. Yeah. Here's the thing I learned from, <laughs> from reading the book. Dave Grohl is a bullshit uh-huh. artist and he said it himself. So I don't believe any of this. Yeah. And I think 
they had some fun uh, experiences. They were like, would it be cool if, um, you know. Dave Grohl is levitating and threw up. And threw up. What if it's cool, like if this was actually real and they start writing the movie. Yeah. And, and then they kind of said the stuff to make it more. I think you're <laughs> like, also right. You know, I think also Dave is a, he's a really good, obviously, storyteller. And I think that he yes. probably over the years, I'm sure those stories just get embellished and, you know, like things get added and, you know, as, as normal <laughs> happens, I think, with yeah. those kinds of stories. Yeah. Well, and it was, it was, I'm just so happy seeing that walk down the stairs with the spider web. That, that was, was, that made the movie for me. So I wanted to ask you guys, like, I can't believe you guys had the same. That was so funny. Yeah. I was watching that. I was like, I'm just, <laughs> am I watching Castle of the Barons? What is happening? And you know, yeah. For anybody who hasn't, sorry, yeah, no, go ahead. real quick. For anyone who hasn't seen, <laughs> like 99% of the world hasn't seen Castle of the Barons. Uh, one of the films, it's a, uh, it's paranormal Two guys going into a castle to claim it for government <laughs> castle, use, you know, in, uh, and Resident Evil kind of deal. And it's like, Tim is one of the characters. It was our take of like our, our influence, like you said, Resident Evil meets Wolfenstein, the game, Return mm-hmm. to Castle Wolfenstein, something like that. And we it's thought comedy. we were geniuses that yeah. we were going to mix comedy and horror. Like, it's like we, wow. Like that, no one's ever done that. We're, we're gonna do. We're gonna revolutionize the right. The I cinema. wanted to ask what you guys thought about like this is two thousand two. You know, they go into this like sort of. It's it's silly because I I know I haven't seen a lot of gore movies. Like for instance, what's that Peter Jackson movie? Mm-hmm. Dead, Brain Brain dead. dead. Right. I haven't seen those like classic sort of gore movies. Yeah, like the Tain- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like where the yeah, where the, the spectacle is seeing the most goriest. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, or, but even like parody-ish, like I think um, Brain Dead is kind of parody of that, I think. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Like this movie that like has some of that stuff, but it's just like, it's so, I don't know. It's just so, it just feels so silly. Like kind of, here's what I think. You mentioned like the cinematography feels kind of empty. Yes. That's kind of how I felt with like the movie in general. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, yeah. I had moments where I was watching, I was thinking like to myself, like, you know, obviously they probably had fun making it. Sure, Dave had a blast. You know, like I think that the crew yeah. probably had fun, but at the end of the day, it's like, who is this for? Like, you know, it's like it feels like Dave messing around. He, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but it just feels kind of empty. It's like you know, oh, like because it's not, you know, it's not something like unique or brilliant or original. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, like you're making fun of like old movies, and you're not. But then it's like kind of a basic story, <laughs> yeah. and it's like Dave is like it's kind of funny and. You can pull it off sometimes, but you know, it's like, it's like Dave <laughs> killing his bandmates and he's yes. possessed. It's like, it's not really, you know, there's nothing crazy going on here. It's not definitely not for the general audience. Cause I feel like there's not much added value to it unless you're like, I don't know, I guess a super B rated horror movie fan. It's yeah. For Foo Fighters fans, I mean, I don't like. It's very sparse, like you say, Jake. Exactly. It's there's there's not much to it. Like, okay, yeah. There's the, the internal joke is that Dave is the boss. Yeah. And everyone listens to Dave, and he's like, you know, hard hard boss. He'll make you do stuff. And this is like, what if he was super crazy and he killed us? But all? even that, uh-huh. Tim, I think like he. I I, yeah. I wanted to know your perspective because you know these guys more than I do. Yeah. So. I mean, like Tim said, it's like, you know, there's there's nothing you don't know. Like, as a fan, it's like, there's not a movie about that. You don't learn anything. It's all caricatures. The, you know, the whole yeah. story is caricatures. Like, Dave is, like you said, the evil boss. Band members are listening to him. You know, you have, like, was it Remy? Is that his name? Remy? 
Yeah, but that that's the inconsistency. Yeah, yeah. The, the the Remy the Remy, why would yeah why would he be playing on a metal record? But but who cares? He's completely like a char- like a character. Yeah, they're all characters. like that's not. Yeah, but some are like like shifty, right? He's just shifty there, yeah, right? It, yeah. It's not. There's no exaggeration. Remy is completely a different character. So yeah. is so is um, Pat. Who's right? Remy again? A keyboardist keyboard guy. He's a sexy sexy man the, who wants to bend your neighbor. Man. Oh yeah, 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 the Ringo guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's completely a made up character. I mean, Pat, like that. Pat doesn't sleep on floors, and he's not dumb. Yeah, yeah that's that's also a, yeah. And then you have poor poor Hawkins, who just looks sad in the whole movie. I don't know. Yeah. Like, maybe it's the the, the the true events that um kind of yeah. colored his, that was, but he's just yeah. sad and serious in that movie he doesn't yeah. have any jokes uh, he's playing to, his heart on his drums yeah plays good I was, drums. I was wondering yeah. I was wondering how did you guys feel because like I I knew about about um him passing mm-hmm. away and so watching the movie I was like oof it's, it's know, a like, very unfortunate how did that, how did that feel it's a very unfortunate like timing and everything it's like i don't it doesn't you know necessarily change anything or or something like that but it's just like sort of you know unfortunate just that it happened to be that for the for the listeners i mean you know he gets killed obviously as we said dave Grohl kills all his um bandmates he gets killed in the you know horary gory way i think dave Grohl throws a like whatever symbol um, symbol and cuts him in half so it's completely unrelated to his actual death so there's no irony or anything awkward about that it's just part of the movie, but yeah. I wanted to say I, that, I had Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. I didn't want to Um I wanted to say that uh what with these kinds of movies, I always think like great we can compare now to Tenacious D. We didn't mention Tenacious D that much. Uh you know, that's a movie, in my opinion, where everything's exaggerated in, in like a very kind of uh, uh in a way that makes the movie enjoyable and fun, right? Like for instance, at the yeah. end of the day, Dave Grohl is the devil. That's funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's silly. It's, <laughs> the joke isn't necessarily brilliant, but it's just silly because you know a little bit about it. You know about Jack Black, you know about Dave Grohl, he's playing yeah. the drums, you know, he's a drummer. Uh, silly rock off, you know, the legend, you know. That, that's funny. Um, Demon code like, like, you know, me. if you did that in a movie like this, where he turns into like the devil or something, like, let's yeah. pretend Tanisha did, doesn't exist. You know, that that's already something silly and funny, you know, like kind of go go wild with it and, you know, but this is like, it's sort of, uh, you know, in between somewhere and in between, unfortunately, yeah. is always not as fun. That gets a good, that gets a good segue what I want to talk about to compare, because I feel like if, you know, there's obviously, you know, um, like things, you know, we can we could critique, but I think at, at the base of it, I think what I would say, what the Tenacious D movie has and this doesn't and we're not talking about like the cameras or whatever like that but i think the tone is very well defined and Mm -hmm. very well integrated in what tenacious d as a band is because obviously what what they are because foo fighters isn't what what that is yeah yeah Yeah. exactly because what they are is they're both a tribute to what rock and metal stand for you know they, they they love it as you know as as they probably grew up on metal and rock as kids they love it right how mm-hmm. you know awesome it is about dragons and you're you're free and you can say fuck you to everyone mm-hmm. and, and it's amazing but they're older they also are making fun of it of how juvenile it is and how stupid it is and yeah. everything so it's just both things together it's the love the genuine love and the genuine you know being a fan and understanding how silly it is of making fun of it 
and that kind of creates this, I guess, true um, expression of that. And that's why Tenacious D, even, you know, some jokes might, might be as funny as other ones are. There's there's something you can feel about it. While mm-hmm. Studio Six Six, I don't know w- what that is or where it's coming from. Yeah, <laughs> the jokes are not as funny, and they kind of feel nothing. The horror isn't really scary, or you know, maybe if the if the horror was horror was more funnier, maybe it would fit the whole tone better. But it's like the VFX. Yeah, and how it's I don't think there was any like know. defined approach and. It's just a bit of like from left. There is field. no defining attribute to that movie in any way, shape, or form, in my opinion. I think. I think the only benefit is that you get to see the Foo Fighters <laughs> in a movie. So let's let's see how can we fix Scooby this movie? doing it up. I, I, have to, I, I have to I have to disconnect and reconnect. You guys are pretty bad. One second. Sorry. Okay. There goes my hero. Oh, there he is. That was quick. The demon code prevents me from declining a rock of challenge. What are your terms? Okay, let's What's keep going. Catch? If we win, you uh, must hello? take your sorry ass back to hell. And also, you will have to pay our rent. <laughs> that was good. And what if I win? <laughs> then you can take Cage back to hell. <clears throat> Trust me, Cage. It's the only way to be your little bitch. bitch. Fine. Um, are you back, Jake? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so what I want to say is, how can we fix, how can we make Studio 666 better? Hmm. Right? We, we, are the, we are the executives. They shot the movie. They show it to us. We're Universal. All... That's the one thing that I was having in the back of my mind the entire time I was watching the movie. I was like, but this is distributed by Universal. I saw the logo at the beginning. So it was quite, I was promised quality Promised <laughs> Quality entertainment. We're, we're... I was promised another Fast and the Furious <laughs> yeah. movie. We're sitting so, there known for now. Yeah. And we're watching it and we're, it's over and you're like, okay. Well, obviously we're changing director and we're going to do some reshoots and we're going to do a re-edit of this movie. So w- okay. what are you guys thinking? Well, well, I'm thinking, first of all, let's go to the core of what we want this movie to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing that isn't in the movie. It's like, what do you want? Do we want, yeah. like, <clears throat> are we doing demonic possession? Is that what we're doing? Gates of Hell stuff, mm-hmm. demonic thing. Right. Like, uh, you right? mean like uh, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Are we, are, we, are we doing something like that, but not on the nose? Yeah. So let's, let's take out all the, you know, like all the ghosts and all the weird freaky eye monsters <laughs> and stuff like that. And focus, there's a little, you saw the little exorcist shot. Yes. The guy coming in. That, yeah. that made me laugh a little bit. So <laughs> there's a shot of like the delivery guy taking the the tons of chicken yeah. ranch. Up the stairs. What's up with the ranch? Again, raccoon, ranch, uh, lady next door, sex pants. Well, no, I meant like the ranch dressing. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's no connection. I thought I was thinking, is that like a Foo Fighters? No, no. if so. there was it's fresh pots it. talking about coffee, that would make sense. Yeah, I don't know what the what the ranch thing is. It's, it's like it's like one of our old movies. Like it'll be funny if we put in. It'll like, be funny. Yeah, you'll never have enough, you can never have enough ranch. Like, well, be we, no, we did the exact same stupid thing. We talked about ice cream delights ice cream for delights. no goddamn reason. And we thought we it was just like, oh, it was great. Found it funny. Ice cream delights. I can't believe we're finding more connections to. <laughs> I want to say I, I didn't uh, think of that so you're right Phil I think that's the first thing second thing is let's rethink the format maybe it can be a short maybe it can be like a 20 minute movie you know maybe mm. it's a YouTube special you know like something that you don't have to do yeah 
But crazy tend to work, but you get the idea. So a movie like this, even this Possessed Dave, it would be probably more entertaining if it was a 20-minute silly short um, than you can have a twist one at hour, the end. 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, get a twist at the end. At least it'll have something uh, of value. Yeah. Yeah. To reward your attention. Uh, do we do we want the if do we want the gore or do we want all that? I don't know. Do you, like I was thinking. I feel like, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. I feel like the 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 gore. It's an it's another tone that's kind of in. You have the comedy. The the how the the, the you know we're in a house is day we're doing comedy. Jake, uh, sorry, Jake. <laughs> Dave is a bad boss. Jake. <laughs> then we have night scenes of possessions, and demons, and stuff like that, and then we have the gore. People getting killed and yeah, those like, are the three elements basically. I, yeah, I think I think all three of those just don't work nope. in this kind of movie. No, with with the so Foo Fighters. And I was thinking think right about... now, Dave, bad boss. <laughs> sorry, Janet, sorry, Jake. That's sorry, what Jake. I'm going to say too. But go ahead. Yeah, Dave, bad boss. Let's do, do that. that. Let's just make it a psychopath Dave, like just going crazy in this house. It's like The Shining. Yes. He's, yeah. All he's going to do, and at the end, you can also just parody that, yep. like have wounded Dave just. You know, catching the last guy who's trying to run away from him, and then he just turns into like that, just that, insane, scary fear. And and then in the end, you can just you know don't have any of the demon stuff. When he kills everyone, you can pan into the basement and reveal you know it's cursed. So that's why he went crazy. If you want to, there you go. Yeah, right. and then he he can still do his solo album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can do you can do. and the, and the strings of his guitar are like the hair of the old band yes. members or something. You can do that. You can also do, for instance, or the like, guts. Yeah, you can also do like, for instance, like uh, extras. Uh, the Ricky Gervais series, remember where he had the cameos of celebrities who were like r- really big assholes. You know, like yeah, maybe, maybe we do <laughs> a short or a movie like that where it's like instead of maybe going nuts and killing people, he just becomes this. You know, he's just this jerk, like the the yeah. polar opposite of Dave, and then play around with that, and that you know. Maybe that's an idea. Oh yeah, that would be that. See that would that would be also fun. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with. Or that. speaking of which, who was the guy who, when when Dave was start was playing on the piano and then this musician shows up and he's like, "That's my cue." Yeah, who was that? I can't remember. Oh, that was um, Lionel Richie. Is that how you say oh, his name? Okay. I didn't recognize. He plays himself. Um, yeah, Lionel Richie. Because he, he, he says, "Yeah, that was oh yeah, yeah. that that was a that was also a cameo." I mean, if you want to go with all demon stuff, I, I feel like you have to really cut down on the comedy bits. I think you you would have to be like 80% spooky horror and then mm-hmm. sometimes 20% funny jokes kind of in between. Yeah, because they even have that silly music. Like, dun, 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 bum, bum, no, for the jokes no. and stuff. That's the worst. Oh, was there yeah, silly yeah, music? Yeah. I there was, yeah. It's like, you know, Pat the, and Nate uh, and Nate like going to the basement. Like, dun, 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 dun. We're talking about music. I have to say uh, the weirdest. Cho- so, so in the in this movie, it's like they have to finish the song, right? And the song, they the the band wrote all this music. They even have an album that came out. Mm-hmm. What was the band called? Something Widow. Widow's yeah, Widow's Peak. Yeah, yeah, Widow's Peak. We'll call it Widow's Peak. And it's like this the, the same music that the '90s band recorded, and they recorded now. And and you have like long ass snippets of them playing this music, and I just thought it was like the weirdest choice of like why did they pick the music to be metal, right? I feel like it's it's just somewhere in. I thought between. they loved metal. I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, like, like here here's here are my two other options that they could have considered. They could have if they wanted to go funny, 
they could have made that the music that they have to record and it's like 40 minutes right and it's like they have to finish this in this torture room. they could have made like country or disco or something terrible uh, yeah and then the the band is like annoyed with dave that you know he's making them record yeah yeah this, this. is like too this is, the metal is like too <laughs> serious right it's like sort of like they're they're not like making fun of it enough the music yeah part. yeah it's like you have like five minutes of them rocking out some some metal and it's like okay or or they could have gone if they wanted to make it like spooky and scary it could have been just like some avant-garde yeah noise. yeah yeah and like, like really freaky do, yeah yeah it's like the guys this is the new sound and he just plays and it's just like yeah like, yeah you yeah. know just noises so it's like why is it metal it feels so because this was like a little bit of a yeah a little bit of like a tie-in you know to the, the album featured in two yeah. six, six, six you know it's like and the music is pretty good right because i think they wrote it right the Foo yeah. fighters wrote it but at the same time it's like it doesn't tie into much of anything like it's like no. flashy and like what doesn't it's like make badass sense. yeah but yeah, yeah but it's like it's like, cool. like it's you know they're all rocking out but they're like we're tired of this you know dave yeah i don't know it's it's so funny that the one time where i thought that dave was evil mm-hmm. that he kills everybody and i'm just like yeah that's hilarious but the only time where i thought he was actually evil was when he found the little demo disc from, from oh, yeah, the delivery yeah, guy. Yeah. And he tossed it back at the court. Ah, I was like, <gasps> how dare. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Guy. I, I kind of didn't anticipate anything at all. Like I wasn't expecting anything. I was kind of disappointed even not expecting anything. <laughs> the first half, it was very awkward. I had trouble watching like just the acting and stuff was like, yeah. And then I don't know. I'm not familiar with them, so I'm just like, oh, it's, okay. It's, and, yeah. And then the second half, I really checked out. I was like, really, like, I had trouble paying attention. Like, I kept taking out my phone and looking at stuff, and I was like, so I missed. Yeah. Like, and then I, I was like, he like they're they're doing the exorcism, and I'm on my phone reading about Foo Fighters, and I look up, and there's the manager. Like, what what happened? <laughs> what happened? I don't understand where this is going. And then then I look back, and it's like. Dave in a studio and he's like doing a solo and I'm like, okay. Yeah. What happened to the manager? Did Dave kill him or what happened? No, no, He just like hit him in the balls, but then he just ended up being his manager like for his solo career. Oh, I heard a line. Dave, somebody, it was a Dave or a manager and it's like, wake up, man. Rock and roll wasn't relevant for the last 20 years. And I'm like, oh God, please, 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 please. I'm kind of shutting <sighs> this off my brain. I can't, I can't listen to this boomer logic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just not, I just not I can't but that's the thing it's Rock like you know lives. yeah a, a lot of the movie ends up being a bit like cheesy like that yeah I mean listen so, and Tenacious D is shorter and it's more spry it at least knows what it's doing it's yeah. timeless it's a timeless so classic. anyway that's, that's kind of my recap it's really <laughs> like I really you know, just to sum everything up it's like again total like our style movie when we were kids crazy to see that <laughs> happening and to Mostly just Dave, you know, he's like the star, but not the star in the sense of like, look at me, I'm the star, but it's just like, guys, let's make this, let's make this movie, you know, <laughs> follow me with the <laughs> camera to the house. Yeah. <laughs> and they like, there's tons of footage of Dave, you know, and it's like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's mainly him. It's mostly he was the him. only one available all yeah, the time. Like, it's like, I'm telling you, it's like 80, 90% him. Like, it's just him. It could have been called like Dave Grohl and Studio 666 or something like that. Or Dave Grohl. In. He's like, yeah. It's it's a lot of times where you could be the have the band like they're they're like he's 
they set up in the studio and he's tuning the drums and he's yeah. playing the drums and he's not even the drummer of the band. No. It's Taylor. Why is he tuning the drums? I don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird. I'm telling you, I really think it was like his little project <laughs> or whatever and it's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, between the two movies for sure, I think Tenacious D is like, it was really like uh, nicely fleshed out and, uh, you know, enjoyable film and had a very good had a very good uh, sense of what it wants to do. And I think that's why even now, like, what is it, 15 years later? Yeah. It seemed to hold up. I was worried it was going to be really bad, but it's still pretty fun, <laughs> enjoyable movie. I could watch it again for sure. Well, when we're all together, we should, we should <laughs> Tenacious D and yeah. sing along with I would the like amazing to watch songs. That's that fun. What about what you feel? What's your summary of these two movies? Uh, I think that you guys probably had more. In, well, I don't know about the Studio Six Six Six, but like, yeah, Tenacious D was great, funny, but uh, I don't know. Like, it's it's all right, it's all right. I think it's more of a <laughs> okay. m- music. Like, if you're a music, uh, like a rock fan, I yeah. think if you know a little bit about like these bands and how they know each other and stuff like that, and kind of you know, especially with like, let's say Foo Fighters is a good example. It's like, the, like you mentioned him. The, all the band members grew up in a, in a similar time and they grew up with similar influences, you know, it's the same yeah. thing with Jack Black, you know, it's like either it's like, you know, classic rock like Zeppelin and all these bands, you know, and that's why you, yeah. that's where you get that folklore, rock folklore and stuff like that. And that's why Tenacious D is funny, like to people who yeah. kind of get that background. You know, it's funny that, um, I was watching the Finn McKenty video and he was doing a tier list of dad rock. I just realized dad yeah, rock, you know, like back in the day, you know, when the, the, 90s, the channel like, is called a punk rock MBA, if you're interested, I think this was on his personal, oh, channel. personal channel. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's like a commentator. He, he knows a lot about like all the rock and metal and punk scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good, it's a good um, YouTube channel content for me to, you know, who was a kid into all of this you know, back in the day and especially the MySpace stuff. And it's really interesting. So so it's fun to reminisce. The, um, shoot, what was my genre? when I was like really young. I used to call it hardcore, but it's not classified as hardcore. He calls it as like, like metalcore, metalcore, metalcore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, he did a, did, did a, you know, like dad rock stuff because like, and then, you know, in the nineties and two thousands, dad rock, used to be like when i was a I mean, kid he did a video you know, covering dad rock. yes 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 he did like a tier list and you know like what's the best dad mm-hmm. rock because what i would say is like in the in the when i was a kid dad rock like the rock i didn't care about was you know all the 70s and the 80s stuff you know oh like zeppelin and, and acdc like it's like that's dad rock that's what old dudes <gasps> you know dads like to listen to i'm like no, I'm I, not. I see i got my new metal i got my you know, pop punk and I got all this stuff that's, that's for me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny right now, dad metal. And he, you know, he, the first thing he put on there was Foo Fighters. And I was like wow. laughing my ass off. Cause it's true. Yeah. It's just dads going like, yeah, man, ever long. <laughs> <laughs> and then crazy. Queens of the Stone Age and all this stuff, you know, stuff that used to be alternative rock, you know, back in the day. Now it's dad. Well, you know, rock, I so. have to say, I am not a big fan of like the dad rock. I think it's a bit mean i think it's sort of like the boomer jokes like okay boomer jokes mm-hmm. i mean i think that's not really fair it's like what so you have to be young to be able to play rock that's silly in my opinion oh you can still play it but like the young generation will not care about you know that is that's yeah. rock that's rock is about rebellion so you can obviously rebel whatever came before that you know yeah when you're young 
so rock is about that so you know the new generation carves its own way and it's and it probably thinks Foo Fighters are super lame. <laughs> yeah, know, but I, I don't know. A bunch of that. dads would go, listen to this. This is real yeah. music, kid. I think oh, that... Hip hop. <laughs> I just think the people who sort of, you know, I think that uh, a mature uh, music fan or a musician will not really care about that. And I think that, you know, because those young kids who think like older bands are lame and stuff, like, you know, they're going to be old too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there, that stuff it's going to be. So then now... You know, Zeppelin is Grandpa Rock, and uh, Foo Fighters yeah, is Dad true. Rock. It's true, though. I mean, like if you look at it generationally, <laughs> yeah, true. Can't even call that Dad Rock, but you know, maybe, maybe Dave Grohl. You know, if he made this movie, he, you know, I would say maybe it was a good family movie to make, and then show their friends have a little screening. Yeah, and they all could have a blast. But um, I don't know. I don't know for a wider audience if this was a no. I think also one thing I wanted to mention with that since you mentioned Dad Rock, and it's like it's a little bit unfortunate, but it's kind of true. It's like. Ah, you know, the older you get, some people are, are get out of touch with stuff. Some people are really mm-hmm. in sync with either pop culture or references. Depends what kind of person you are. Neither is right or wrong. Um, so, like in terms of like Dave and the Foo Fighters, I don't know like how much are they super you know aware of all this stuff. So, like we talked about earlier, it's like they're making a movie that's like sort of a parody of like you know horror and gore and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's like you have to be a really diehard fan of those movies and to know all the ins and outs of them. And like, how are you going to parody that? And how, what are you going to make fun of? And, you know, is there like some shared history of watching those movies? But if you're just sort of like a mild sort of fan or like, you know, then it's like, you're going to make a movie that's not going to, you know, it's not going to connect with the audiences. It's like, so like you mentioned young people, I have no idea if any young person would be interested in a movie like this. Like the reason we're talking about it is because we're Foo Fighters fans and, you know, yeah. like there's a connection there, but I, it's just weird. That That's also part of that empty feeling. It's like, I don't know <laughs> who's this supposed to be for. <laughs> and if it's a joke movie, like you said, they're going to show with their friends and family and stuff. It's like, yeah, that, that works. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's the just cast about of right, bands, yeah. you know, we, <laughs> we made a movie that it's we just... liked and <laughs> yeah, we showed it to our family. We showed it to their friends on mini DV and it was good. It was good times. Yeah. It was good times. <laughs> So yeah, it's very interesting. It is. It's a curiosity. Curiosity. Another two-fold podcast in the bag. You know what they say about the cat. It's in the bag. <laughs> well, curiosity killed the cat, but yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then it falls into the bag. What are you guys uh, doing next? I heard you guys, do you have a roster? Or just yeah. winging it. We're going to do the Batman again. Again. Did you do that one already? I'm kidding. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. no, I haven't been. Yeah, no, we're, yeah. not, we're not the Batman. We're doing the Northman. The Northman. We just upgraded. Yes. We went up. <laughs> we went from a Batman. Are you to serious? A Is there a movie called Northman? Yeah. Yes, there's a movie yeah. called The Northman. I'm super, super excited about. It's being done by my new favorite director, Robert, Robert Eggers, Eggers, who did The Witch mm-hmm. and The Lighthouse, and I love those movies. <gasps> yeah. He's got a Viking movie coming out this month, and we're pairing it up with a very special movie that Phil hasn't seen, <laughs> that I saw on TV long, long yeah, time it's gonna ago. it's going to be great. And I thought it was cool, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure this, I'm going to watch it now, but I'm going to laugh going to reveal until later. <laughs> Shall we reveal? Is, nah, 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 okay. nah. Don't we'll, keep it, okay. we'll keep it don't secret. Reveal. We'll keep it's it safe. secret, but we got yeah. a perfect pairing for this mm. movie. It's like, it's like a perfect wine yeah. and cheese. Mm, I do like some wine and mm, cheese. Like some wine and cheese. Uh, here's the. So we should also mention Tim. We were talking about this yesterday. yesterday. 
maybe we want to try to do our podcast and record it live yes. and have a stream going. So as we are recording now, you would be there listening and you can like say and, and you know, f- fix our errors and be like, no, Dave Grohl um, didn't write it. He, he, he scored it or whatever. I don't know. This is the worst example I've ever <laughs> said in my entire life. This I just I just blanked Dave out Grohl in the didn't middle. Read it. He scored it. <laughs> he scored <laughs> it. He gave it a three out of five. Star That's rating. not Dave Grohl in the movie. That's someone else playing Dave Grohl. Um, that was terrible. That was that was uh, that's gonna haunt me <laughs> for days. Obviously, that, <laughs> the comment. Um, but yes, that's what Phil is saying. We, we want to record. We'll stream it on YouTube as we're recording. The North Man sounds good. That's right. <laughs> we'll let you know in advance so you guys can yeah. jump in. Well, um, totally. That's where we're. That's where we're taking this this this, this podcast. Thanks for having yeah. you guys as a guest. This was cool. I think it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, movie Absolutely. picks. I think it was relevant, at least something that was picks of destiny. <laughs> By the way, I will admit it's interesting that you know since I'm not on the podcast anymore, it's like yeah. I forgot how you know on the on the wire I, I am with watching these movies. It's no wonder I'm not a part <laughs> of the show. It's like last last minute, but. Um, it all worked out in the end. So in the end, it, it, it all worked out. Well, let, well, before we let you go, Jacob, um, two questions. Yeah. Have you watched any good movies while you were away that you would recommend to our, to, to, to our listeners or to us? Man, this is a, uh, you, uh, threw a curveball at me. Ooh. Do you know what movie I watched recently? Um, hmm. it goes like this. I'm part of the family. Madre Gans. The gospel of of Encanto. Yeah, you are not the only one who watched it because of yeah, that's right. Phil. Oh yeah, I saw Phil. By the way, I saw Phil in real life after two years. Oh, that's right. We forgot about these. Yeah, that's that's what happened between Phil was here, Batman, and this. Yeah, I was. I was. From sure, also here visiting us. That's why I watched the movie. Yes, it was good. And that, and we made Phil watch the movie girls when he came over. And then I watched it when I came over, yeah. So to Amazing. answer your question, not really. I didn't really watch any movies uh, lately. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I haven't, yeah, I haven't really seen any. I will um, let you guys know if I remember anything. And okay. then maybe you can put in a little uh, Instagram description yes. or something. Yeah. I can't must be so can, You can record so a weird. little supp- supplemental video of your recommendation if you remember any movie. Video supplements. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. My, secondly, my video content is YouTube. I have now forty-three <laughs> videos on my watch later playlist. Oh so, no! <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good. You could do Quality suck, suck you in. And I'm trying to read mm, more. So I'm reading Harry Potter. I'm on the second book. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's going to so, get, get more spicier after that. If you it's have good. me again on the show, I can good. give you a, a whole synopsis of all seven books once I finish. <laughs> yeah. Just like a seven hour synopsis. <laughs> and then Harry Potter. Cool. It'll so be like that, all of like us that have, awesome Harry um, Peter Jackson book that remember Tim and me, we were on together when Phil was gone. He was like in Czechia or something. Remember I <laughs> yeah. just gave you Anything this review you of the Peter Jackson Peter book. Jackson. That was funny. All <laughs> oh, those good episodes. Spoon bending. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> thanks again, guys. Um, let me know if you have any wily movies again. And uh, if you'll invite me, I'll, I'll 
I'll hop on. But I'd like to wish you guys luck on your next episodes. And uh, mm-hmm. hopefully you guys will bang out some eps. We'll bang. We'll bang. Just keep banging. I guess so. Keep just, just keep banging. Just keep banging. Keep banging. <laughs> and the episodes will... Th- oh, thanks for dropping by. Oh, wait, wait. I have to go into my car. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so... Um, it's, it's pulling up. It's uh, like, you know, that little button you press? It's a Tesla. It comes to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah while, you, while you're waiting for your Tesla, um, Johnny wanted me to read this. Okay. Um, uh, Jacob uh, is not an official member of the Twofold Podcast. He is True. a guest, so we are no, we are not liable for anything he says on my the podcast. Are my opinions We are legally, your opinions is his own. Mm-hmm. We are not legally obliged um, for for any of those. So I got the memo too. It says this, my opinions do not reflect the opinions of the show. I got that memo. It's yeah. Exactly. He sent it to me. Yeah, yeah. By fax. <coughs> so Johnny's Johnny's getting really busy. So he's, he's he's like yeah, he's organizing all this stuff. So. Cold hard facts. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh, your you, your Tesla arrived. Okay, okay, guys. Well, oh yes, there thanks it is. again, and uh, I'll see you next time. I gotta hop in and scoot away. Bye bye. Scoot away, my friend. Scoot away. And he scoots. And scoot. Cool. I'm going back inside. I have to go to McDonald's. Ah, good. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to make YouTube poop. <laughs> I'm going to download Sony Vegas. I'm, I'm going to download Sony Vegas. Ooh, Keegan. <laughs> Keegan. <laughs> Keegan. <laughs> <laughs>